Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney. Now, our dear leader, Jennifer, is still out sick, unfortunately, so your friend David is hijacking this episode <laughs> and putting himself in charge. So, I am David the Ruthless. I'm rebranding I'm face-palming Zen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the mediator Emily. Well, the mediator Emily is going to be having a busy day today, oh, keeping herself in between imagine. Zen and I. Face-palming Zen. How disrespectful. You know, David the Ruthless will take note of that. Now... As our listeners are already well aware, Disney loves to buy movie studios and intellectual properties. Now, this little habit of theirs goes all the way back, as far as I could see, to 1993 with their $663 million purchase of Miramax Films. But more recent and familiar examples include Lucasfilm, Marvel, Pixar, uh, Pixar, 21st Century Fox, as well as certain films that they have distributed as well so this got us thinking with the movie world on pause right now we thought it might be an interesting time to discuss if there are any studios out there large or small that may benefit from a disney acquisition now this is obviously a controversial topic since disney just is seems to be eating up everything in the market right now so just keep in mind that this is entirely theoretical so zen why don't you go ahead and start us off with your first pitch okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'll start out with a studio and then i'm gonna go to a movie series on the second round so my first one is it's studio ghibli uh-huh. i think that's how you pronounce it yeah and they're out of japan mm-hmm. and they call um the one of the per- people who started it up, um, Ayo Mizuki, um, they call him the Disney of Japan, and he's still alive. He's he's a he's still working, in fact, mm-hmm. um, and he has brought uh, some really really well known uh, movies like My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Porco Rosso, um, Pompoko Tanuki, Spirited Way. Um, quite a few of them actually have also won uh, Academy Awards, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> the great thing about these films is, um, even though Disney isn't doing it anymore, but actually Disney at one point was the distributor for these movies in the United States as well. Wait, they're, so, so they're not anymore? No, the, you know, the distribution rights go to different companies as um, I think they bid them up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, maybe about two or three years ago, the distribution rights changed from Disney to some other company, but I can't tell you what that company is. Okay. Um, and, and it's very interesting because um, lots of companies will modify movies to uh, suit the, um, they'll modify movies to suit the um, region that it's being distributed to. Right. And I think the Ghibli films were distributed maybe by Fox, like in the eighties or something like that. Huh. And they were really kind of butchered. And so when they went to Disney, part of his deal was no changes, no cuts, no changes. Uh-huh. And whenever Disney distributed one of their films, no cuts, no changes. So, okay. Anyways, so I think that would be a great and and the so many of the films are very very Disney like too already. You think so? 
You don't think so? No, not really. I think that here's my thing. I've seen a few Studio Ghibli films, and one of the things that is so striking about all of their films is that they have such a distinct, not only animation style, but also a distinct storytelling style that is so very different from Disney. I think that here's the thing. Disney's storytelling style can sometimes be a little bit formulaic for me. That's not necessarily a bad thing, although I think that a lot of people do use it in that sort of derogative context, but it's not necessarily a bad thing if that's what you're looking for. My point being, Ghibli has such a creative storytelling variety that I don't know what Disney would do with it and i don't know if i i want to know i'm totally fine with them being their own entity yeah i kind of agree with david um because like the animation's so i've you use the word striking and i love it so i'm gonna use it too (laughs) the animation is striking it's so unique to studio ghibli and you know when you're watching a studio ghibli film um like immediately and it's so it's like just so unique to Studio Ghibli that I'm not sure if Disney were to acquire it, like if they could keep that going on their end, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. But yeah. doesn't every Pixar film look like a Pixar film? Sure. But and hasn't haven't they been able to keep the the Pixar magic going at the same time? It depends on the film that you're talking about. I mean, right. really, really, so I what don't. What you're saying is you think Disney wouldn't be able to take advantage of it. I, I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that. I also think that the Pixar example is not a a very good comparison because Pixar literally released one movie before they were bought up by Disney. So, oh, no, that's not true. What that's do you mean? That's not true. They were in partnership for years. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think it was Toy Story. It was uh, A Bug's Life. Um, there was actually, they didn't buy them. Uh, they were partners and Disney was almost like a distributor. Fair and enough. And so th- I think maybe even The Incredibles, The Incredibles, Toy Story 2, um, were all Pixar films. Okay, so my bad. I take it back. I, I think that Disney could handle it and to give a positive point to this conversation i would like to see what disney can do to make studio ghibli films especially with i mean i think studio ghibli has enough of a budget for their films but you just can't beat disney's arsenal of money (laughs) here so i would love to see what maybe an increased budget would do to studio ghibli film the one sort of caveat that I would like to add is if Disney were to buy Studio Ghibli, which again is completely hypothetical, keep the 2D animation. You're not allowed to make oh, yeah. Studio yeah. Ghibli films that are 3D animated. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a good point. Actually, though, <laughs> I almost feel like the last uh, the last uh, Ghibli film, they're currently working on one. Because Ayo Miziaki came out of retirement a second or third time. Huh. Oh. Um, I think the current one he's doing may be actually computer animated. Hmm. 
he himself uh, is starting to go into because he's trying to help, I think, speed up the work, essentially. Uh huh. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I would love to just see, regardless of what happens to Studio Ghibli, it's so nice to see an animation studio that is still okay with not doing things that are 3D animated. Like 2D animation really is timeless. And so I really, really, really just want to see what they keep producing if they stick to that. Fair enough. So, yeah, but... I obviously have my uh, dissenters. So, luckily, this isn't keep correct killer. I suppose so. There does not have to be a consensus here. We're simply pitching them. Yep. All right. All right. Emily, why don't you go next? Because uh, you know, I'll just take it next. Why not? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I my as far as studio pitch is for Disney to take DC Films. So okay, wow. Okay. I, well, okay. So this is DC. It's gone through like a couple different kind of like iterations or rebranding in a way, or like restructuring um, on like the Warner Brothers side because they keep not it's a hot mess. doing great. Yeah, right. exactly. It's a hot mess. So right. I'm just curious to see since Disney has already acquired Marvel um, to see how they could rebuild it and then kind of give DC films or DC comics like a level playing ground for both sides of the superhero verse. Huh. Um, I just think it'd be so interesting. So it's like, that'd be like putting one director producer in charge of Star Wars and Star Trek at the same time. That would never work. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, no, no, I disagree. I think that it's That's not, a joke, David. I know. David okay, okay, you know what? Go away. Let me talk. <laughs> I am David the Ruthless, and I am reasserting myself here. <laughs> okay. But I think Emily makes a good point. And the thing that everybody complains about with DCEU films is not something new here. And so I'm really restating other people is that they just don't have a vision for themselves. They don't know what they want to be. They're too busy copying Marvel to really right. do their own thing. And I would you like think to so? see. Yes. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're always so. trying to catch up to Marvel. In order no, to I have, like, they're trying to catch up to Marvel, but they're trying to make everything Batman. That's the problem. They're trying oh, to make yeah. everything dark and That's it has like, gravitas. And it's just like, you know, it doesn't have to be all dark and gravitasy. Yeah. But then you've got like every once in a while, Marvel would will come out with a, a lighthearted, fun film like guardians of the galaxy oh, that right. do extremely well and then dceu is like oh we want to do that so let's release suicide squad yeah oh you know what it doesn't I'll tell work you what. no when, <laughs> when when i saw um this reminded me of how disney made a bunch of mistakes i think it was actually when pixar first came out and um so like disney had lost this mojo in storytelling yeah. And so Pixar came out and they were kind of independently going and putting movies out. And the movies were gang doing gangbusters. They were just doing gangbusters. And then Disney looked at it and said, oh, we know why Pixar's doing so well. They're using computer animation. And it's just like, no, it's not about the computer animation. It, it's because they're telling a good story. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's what I think that... uh 
I think that's the problem with DC is that they have been making movies and they've been, um, they did have one fairly good series, which was the, um, uh, Christopher Nolan Batman series. And they went, Oh, Christopher Nolan Batman series. It did really well because, you know, it was all dark and gravitasy. We'll make everyone dark and gravitasy. And it's like, no, the reason why the Nolan films did so well is because they were great storytelling right. and it just happened to have comic book characters in them. Right. Yes. I mean, the, the one with the Joker could have been a, um, it could have been a mafia film. You know, mm-hmm. it just, you know, a mafia film with an over strong, strong, I mean, like leader, you know, and then the good guy would have been a cop. Right. It could have been a, it could have been a mafia movie. Yeah. 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 I think that, I think that you're right. I think that what they do essentially is they make movies. I mean, they started out with Man of Steel and Bat, uh, BVS, which, those are not great starts. And then they re- wonder why they're not doing well. And they look at the trends that Marvel is doing rather than maybe thinking about rearching their entire story structure. So I agree with you on that. I just, I, I, I still think, I think that it, it needs a complete overhaul. I think they need somebody new in charge. Yeah. Whether it's, Disney or not, but I think yeah. they need like a serious because they. I mean, they've had attempts of restructuring and everything, but clearly those haven't been enough. So just completely starting from scratch, whether Disney or not, they, you know, rethink what's going on over there. Uh huh. So that is mine. So well, I think it's fairly contentious. Good job, Emily. Thank you. Oh, I don't think it's. I don't. I think it's not contentious. <laughs> I think it's. It. The thoughts are all great. It's just like, oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's <laughs> so move what on. We're saying is we'll take it and we'll correct it. <laughs> yes. This is okay. So the last week when we did keep correct kill, we kept everything. So this is our chance to correct. Thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. <sighs> Y'all are so cheesy. Anyways, <laughs> Dave, I, David the Ruthless is not amused. No, I'm not. But I might be as soon as I tell you guys about my little pitch. Do Ooh. you guys know what Ardman Animations is? I do. I not. love Ardman Animations. Yes. Tell me. So okay. Ardman Animation is a movie studio which mostly to my eye specializes in claymation films. They are the owners of the Wallace and Gromit series. Wallace and Gromit. They were um they've produced quite a few films with the supervision of DreamWorks including uh the the Pirates, uh Band of Misfits and Flushed Away. Uh, their oh my God, original, <laughs> yeah, their original <laughs> IPs include uh, Chicken Run, Wallace and Gromit, Early Man, uh, and Shaun the Sheep. Those are the most notable ones. And my thing here is that we're talking about in Studio Ghibli, or more so in DCEU, Emily, you were suggesting that what DC really needed was a top-down overhaul of their studios. And we think that Disney might be able to provide that. I am coming at this from a little bit more of our little Studio Ghibli perspective, which is that I don't want to see a lot of change going 
to Ardman Animations. What I <laughs> want was, like, to holding see his breath. <laughs> is, yeah, what I want to see is if Disney can actually bring some focus and some notoriety to some pretty awesome films. Just awareness. Yes, in terms of awareness, yes. Like, I just, I don't know why Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit, is not held in higher esteem than it is because it was (laughs) one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. I think it's maybe because it's a British British studio, maybe? I think, yeah, sure. Wait, hold on, sorry. I knew, I know of Wallace and Gromit. I've seen it before, and I haven't watched it in a while, so I know the style, and Flushed Away was, like, great movie, and I'm just looking at their list of uh, movies that um, the studio has produced, and they made Arthur Christmas, and that's, like, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm well, on and, and like the, the Sean the Sheep series. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, and oh, I'm sorry, uh, Timmy. There's something uh, Timmy time, which is Sean the Sheep. There's like a little baby sheep, and they make another series for kids that's on television, and it's absolutely hysterical. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe it's got a little bit too much British humor in it, just like Monty Python. Not you know, <laughs> it, sure, it, yeah, and it is a very British humor kind of studio and you can see that in the sort of collabs that they do with american movie studios i'm thinking specifically of pirates band of misfits and flushed away because flushed away is very less a british humor kind of style and has feels like it has to add in an um, allowed american sense of humor which i don't know if it needed that but i still again appreciate the animation style i think that the theme here is new animation styles for me and it's not necessarily new but ones that you would not see in blockbuster films today and that's Mm -hmm. what i want to see projected here yeah well yeah I think it's I think that's a good one. And also um as a note is Ayo Mizuki is a huge fan of Armin animations as well. Oh, oh there you wow. go. So <laughs> yeah, all great animators like to hang out with each other apparently. I suppose so. Okay, well that's that basically sums up my uh movie pitch. Do we want to go back around or are we content with the discussion here? I I'm like good either way this was a good discussion i'll throw one out really quick i'm just gonna specifically not a studio but an ip okay i want to hear we can just like okay so like i really like how to train train your dragon yes sure and i think they've been doing a good doing a good job on the ip i think it could be disney friendly um i could see rides based off of it also it would bring my one of my favorite um creators uh Chris gosh I lost his last name but he's he actually was kicked out of Disney Disney he was the guy who created uh Lilo and Stitch Oh he was kicked out Oh went over did um Chris I can't think of his last name um, and then went over and became very successful um, in the How to Train Your Dragon series. I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his last name either. Okay. okay. I guess I can, <laughs> I, can, I can see that. Emily, did you have something that you wanted to add in here? Um, nothing as good as How to Train Your Dragon. I love that series. So okay. I would be interested to see how Disney would 
take it on. And, okay. and I could also see the the rides for it. Um, my movie pitch, if we want to discuss it a little bit, is um, the Lego movie films hmm. or the Lego. Yeah, I think they're literally called the Lego movies. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They're just fun movies that I don't even who owns them right now. I am so not knowledgeable about this. I don't know who does own them. See, this is really interesting because you guys are picking up on a lot of different movies that are doing, if I may say, quite well on their own. Right. Well, um, Marvel was doing – actually, that's what Disney does is they pick up studios that are doing really well because they knew it was going to make money. They picked up Pixar because it was making money hand over fist. Sure. They picked up uh, Star Wars because they knew they could make a ton of money. And they also picked up Marvel. They don't pick up unhealthy things and fix them typically. They pick up things that are make, generating money and it's like, hey, we know how to generate even more money. I guess, I guess that's right. I just think that it – from my mind and my imagination, it would be more interesting to see them pick up something and try to fix it. Like I right. had in mind the Hotel Transylvania series, which is an otherwise oh. fine intellectual property in an animation studio that seems to be struggling just a little bit, considering some of the movies that they have put out recently. So, I mean, I guess you could take it either way, but... I would like to see some beloved movies that may or may not get mishandled by like Sony animation studios Mm -hmm. go to the hands of somebody like Disney just personally. Yeah. Yeah. I I found, sorry. Yeah. I I found out Lego movie was produced by the Warner animation group. Ah, okay, great. There you go. There you go. So, those are the suggestions that we have come up with, but obviously we'd love to hear yours. So send us a message on social media. If you got them, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to break a few Disney news stories. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal at UCI division of continuing education? We're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Okay, folks, we're back and we're ready to share the news. The um, news. Yes, then we'll get Do to your news voice. We're um, back and we're ready to share the news. We're back and we're ready to give you spotlight <laughs> on Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, we'll start with the Saturn news just to get it over with because we know it's on everybody's mind, so we don't want to ignore it. So the Broadway Theater Legion announced recently that they are extending their shutdown. It was originally scheduled to end on April 19th, and the government recently extended that to June 7th. So if you are absolutely itching to see powerhouse Disney musicals on Broadway like Frozen or The Lion King, you might have to wait just a little bit longer to go see those. So stay patient. Yep. 
Moving on, last week's episode, we talked about ways that you can bring Disneyland experiences to your home, including trying out some of the food from Disneyland parks. Well, if that sounds good to you, well, you are in luck. Disney just released a whole bunch of recipes for some of our favorite park snacks, including the delicious Dole Whip. Hey, David, did you get the... Did you get my uh, note? Uh, they released the churro, uh, the churro oh recipe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I saw that. Yeah. So they released a churro recipe. Here's the thing. So. I'm not leaving my, my home very much these days. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there's not really that kind of market around our, our house where you could buy churros i haven't seen them at our local safeway anyways but i you better believe that as soon as i can leave the house for extended periods of time that i will be checking out that churro recipe yep yeah so yes okay and finally disney world just announced that it would be moving forward with its holiday event mickey's very merry christmas party this party is a little like 80s night and the Halloween parties of the past. There will be special admissions fees and it will take place during special hours. Um, guests can experience special holiday overlays, new parades, and specially curated fireworks. So go check it out if you're interested. And with that, we're going to wrap up on this week's episode of Main Street UCI. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us today. And we hope you will be safe and healthy for however long they tell us to stay indoors. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So if you've enjoyed our show and you want to hear more, check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Yeah. And while you are thinking about us over the weekend, don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Check us out there for articles, photos, polls, and a whole lot more. And give us a like, give us a follow, and send us your questions or topic suggestions because we love to hear from all of you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California. Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. You can find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And once again, ce.uci.edu. And with that, we really hope that Jennifer comes back sooner than later. Because (laughs) I don't know how much longer we can do this without killing Uh, each other. You don't know how much longer you can endure David the Ruthless. David the Ruthless. And with that, we will see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>